You see, my life should be spent with eternity's value in view. Peter said, the end of all things is at hand. When I read that, I thought of the coming of the Lord, but I also thought of this. Someone said, plan like you're going to live forever and live like you're going to die today. So then, how much time do you have? How much time? Right now in your body, there could be an aneurysm just about to happen. Now, I don't want to put fear in anybody. I'm just using the for instance. Tomorrow, when you drive down the road to work, there could be a guy or a person cross the line and hit you head on. Or you could just lay down to sleep tonight and God say, come home. Your heart just stops. Your respiration stops. No disease, no malformity of any kind. You just go home. I've known people to do that. I read the story of a guy who told his family, he said, I'm going to be with Jesus tomorrow. He made all the final arrangements that day, told his family. They just kind of, they took it lightly, you know. Next day they came to his house. They found him sitting on his porch in his rocking chair. He'd done gone. God told him. Bible says Enoch walked with God and he was not because God took him. If you're walking close to God, you may be like the Apostle Paul who just days, maybe weeks, months at the most, when he wrote to Timothy and said, the time of my departure is at hand. He knew he'd finished his course. He kept the faith. He said, there is henceforth laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the righteous judge shall give me, and not only to me, but to all those who love his appearing. His appearing to take you home is no less a rapture than the dramatic one spoken of in Thessalonians when he takes the whole church out. Going to meet Jesus is going to meet Jesus. What if that's tomorrow? How much time do you have? Your life, James says, is but a vapor that appeareth for a while and then vanisheth away. As I thought on these things, I said, God, I... I envision things way out there for the Christian Outreach Center, for my career. I lay out goals and plans. But what if, what if you call me home next week? What will all of that mean then? That's when I said, I've got to keep eternity in view at all times. The end of all things is at hand, maybe for me or you within the next 24 hours. So then, I will stand before him, Paul said in Corinthians. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ to give account for the things done in this body for the purposes of reward, whether good or bad. Have I done with this life what is pleasing to you? Have I fulfilled the calling, the appointments? Have I used the talents and the gifts? When I get telephone calls like I got here a while back from a guy that I haven't seen, <laughs> haven't talked to in 30-some years. And he calls me up and he says, is this the stud from Socorro? <laughs> right away, you know you're not talking to somebody that you know real well. Why would he call me? I'll tell you why. Because I was a new convert working where he worked he was a backslidden Pentecostal. Not the same one I referred to earlier. Another one. There's a lot of backslidden Pentecostals out there. He watched my life, albeit only maybe a year before I went off to Bible college. It made such an impact on him 
that when we went off to Bible college, we took all of our possessions, which wasn't much, and he gave us a trailer to put it in. Now, he didn't attend my church. He never indicated to me on the job that he was any great Christian. In fact, exact the opposite. But see, lying dormant in him was an experience with God that I awakened. And when he saw my obedience, he saw me take my wife and our little kids and hit the road with nothing but the promises of God, it stirred him. And he watched my life and he kept track of my life. And he tracked me down and he found me to say to me, I'm glad you're still serving God. I'm going to church here. The church that you attended that has went through building programs, I'm a deacon here now.